listening to the Crew Talk Podcast, a conversation about chasing growth. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the Bye, bing, bye, bing. <laughs> Welcome back to the Crew Talk Podcast. We don't know what episode it is, but y'all just keep vibing. Just with keep us. watching. <laughs> so as y'all can see, we have a familiar guest, but new to this series of Crew Talk. Um, my little sister, itty bitty little sister Peyton. <laughs> Not even that much younger. <laughs> That's how y'all interact, man. <laughs> so, I mean, y'all know Peyton for the Fire SU new followers who don't know. You just introduce yourself a little bit, give them a little lip dash. Uh, well, my name is Peyton. Uh, we are three years apart, so not that little. But, um, yeah, so I've been living back home in New Orleans. I'm applying to med school right now. So it's okay. interesting to be on the SGU version of Crew Talk now that I'm applying to medical school. I feel like one of the last conversations we had was about, like, anticipation for careers and stuff. Okay. So now that I'm actually, like, starting the application process, right. it's weird to, like, report back from a different phase. Oh, like a little metamorphosis. Oh, yeah. like a, a cocoon. <laughs> She's like, she's like, she's freaking, waking up. Oh my yeah. God. I'm ready to spread my wings. I love that. So, uh, I mean, perfect, perfect segue to the conversation. You're a applicant, a med school applicant. Mm-hmm. Med- medicine is a commitment. We just, we it's best. A, it's a lifelong commitment. Right. Yeah. What are your hopes and concerns before you actually see what it's like? I think one of my biggest hopes, just mm-hmm. having been to like uh, undergrad university that mm-hmm. was like really big and I've done like pre-med classes with big lecture halls okay, and then starting to have smaller classes where you mm-hmm. can have more one-on-one interactions with like your professors and stuff like that. Okay. I think that's something that like I'm hoping, even if it is a big class, still, we'll address that. Yeah. still being able to like have intimate settings. I feel like that's how I learn better. Okay. And then, whew, other concerns, I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. I know we kind of touched on this, like, and we've talked about it in previous conversations too. Mm-hmm. Kind of like balancing, like, pursuing your career, but also like life things. So, like, we love traveling and stuff. Okay. And I know, like, once I get into medical school, like, that's going to have to take a back burner for a little bit. For sure. So, like, the gap years that I've been taking, mm-hmm. I've been filling that with traveling. Okay. So, it's cool to be traveling to Grenada because that's <laughs> one of my trips that I've been taking. Right. So, concerns with, like, being able to balance, like, personal things with also pursuing my career because yeah. I know once you start to have too much on your plate mm-hmm. like it gets exhausting and yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. so just balancing all of that okay I guess the hopes for yeah I feel like the oh, I guess um, where are you applying mm-hmm. like, uh, SGU also or like where, um, you, where are you taking? I am going to apply to SGU okay. as far as like a broad list yeah. I don't know yet I've been starting to look at like states that I don't want to okay. live in and narrowing it down mm-hmm. that way okay so I don't really have a set list yet right because SGU is a huge school yeah so our lectures are like hundreds of people mm-hmm. yeah so in terms of the one-on-one like, interaction one intimacy learning um, I don't know if that would be that would happen at SGU mm-hmm. right because you know our lectures I also feel as though for most med schools, a lot of like, a, I feel like all med schools record their lectures. Right. And if you're an in-person learner, you mm-hmm. go, and if not, you just watch at home. Right. But for the most part, I don't think professors really like interact one-on-one outside of like office hours. Unless you seek out the opportunity yourself. Yeah. So that's on the student. I guess like it, it goes down to during the lecture, you might not have what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
But if you like email them and you don't want to set up some research, you want to talk to them. Yeah, it's not going to be. Yeah, if they won't reach out to you. It's not part of the curriculum where you're going to have one-on-one time. Right. right. It's going to be more so like mm-hmm. extra, extra effort to get that. Mm-hmm. But they do have small groups. I was going to say small groups. That's what they, we didn't have. Well, I didn't have it in college. I, I So it wasn't called a small group. It was called a section. And it okay. wasn't. You had a section for every, like. Is it like, like a tutorial? A week? Oh, a tutorial. recitations. We had recitations in undergrad, so we had like what? a lecture class. Okay. And then it would like break up into smaller sections. How so, like, small? Ooh, maybe like twenty to thirty students. Okay. So mine was even smaller. Mine was like eight to twelve. So like this. It was literally a small, small group, but it was like, one like so if you had a class that met three times a week mm-hmm. or twice a week, you'd have a one section. But if you had a class that only met once a week, you wouldn't have section for it. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends on the teaching style of the mm-hmm. class. And the subject also. Yeah. And like the people who taught, I guess it was facilitators, but right. like our facilitators at SU are doctors. The facilitators that were in the sections were like PH, PhD Yeah, students. they're more like uh, what, what they call TAs. Yeah, oh, TAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our facilitators are Actual doctors. doctors. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of what you said, like, um, smaller group learning that's where you you'll get, get it from it. there not from the lectures yeah yeah i feel like just in medical school generally mm. that that applies uh, i have a feeling i guess it depends on what the curriculum of the small group is because like our small group is like there's an assignment so it's not like you can just go in there and like free wall questions no so it's like the assignment has something to do with your with what you're learning yeah but we learn so much that it's like usually just a specific section oh yeah. okay that's how my recitation yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay, that's cool. Well, that's in terms of the whole part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the, I guess the concern, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a valid concern. Like, I feel like using your gap year to, like, relax and enjoy all that stuff, I feel like that's what most people do mm-hmm. unless they need specific things to add to their resume. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, I, th- I think you're approaching it. You're approaching it the right way. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because I know, like, a lot of physicians or people in the field that I'm looking to go into, you talk to them, and they're like, oh, like, it's a long journey. Are you ready to commit that much of your time? And I'm like, well, the flip side to that is you meet other providers who are like, yeah, those 12 years are still going to pass by. So it's just right. what do you want to spend those years doing? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really good perspective that I like to hear. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people in the profession that I talk to who don't give really positive feedback about working they're almost trying to scare you away yeah like, why you, okay i get it's a tough role but why you're not encouraging me like, why are you exactly. doing yeah yeah should you be like oh my god like oh i know it's tough but like right yo, like it's amazing yeah. yeah like we went on a trip and we met this orthopedic surgeon and okay he was like yeah i just retired like it was getting hard fighting with insurance companies and you couldn't um vouch for your patients as much as you want to and it's just so hard because it works so much like a system that you have to follow the boss like you're not the boss even if you have your own practice okay there's still other people you have to answer to like insurance companies and stuff like that but he was like saying negative stuff mostly yeah you know what i think it is i think it's like (laughs) kind of like professional sports like Uh little league high school college it's pure joy but once like you get into it and like there's like salaries involved mm-hmm. there's like boards or yeah like, okay like a hierarchy mm-hmm. S- small things start to chip away at the joy that you have for the career interesting so like all these people who we've mm-hmm. got like this negative advice from mm-hmm. have probably had so much built up that's kind of taking their love away from them so, you know so i wonder if that's going to happen with us because we're not 
in the field yet, you know? Yeah. Right. So that's a concern that we have also, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Damn. You, you, you hate to say it's like, what well, was it's inevitable, but mm-hmm. you don't... I, I doubt those people went into medicine being like, I don't know if I want to do this. Because these people have been established already, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, like, they, they, like They had to have something driving them to get to where they are. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, with that point, I think it's interesting because I also think, like, how, what makes you want to go into medicine okay. also affects that. So, like, depending on how passionate you are or right. like, if you're only going into medicine because, like, oh, everyone in your family is a doctor, mm-hmm. so you feel like you have to go down that road, okay. it would chip away at you probably a lot quicker. Than, yeah, I, I see. Yeah. So... I guess the audience knows why we chose it. You want to quickly just tell the audience, like, oh. what's what's your um, reason? Well, following Big Brother. Where does it even start? <laughs> I've always liked science. I feel like that's okay. like, that's pretty much everyone's like baseline I thing. I get it. But once I started at um, I went to the University of Pittsburgh. So once mm-hmm. I started at Pitt, I came in as a biology major. Okay. And then I was like, mm, I want to look at something different. They offered a major as emergency medicine. So I looked into that. Wait, what? Thought about doing that in the School of Health and Rehabilitation Sciences, which one of my best friends actually majored in that school. That's real. Yeah, so I started looking at that. I was like, oh, this is mm-hmm. cool. Then I started doing like rehab science. I was like, maybe I want to do this. Mm-hmm. But like at the end of it, I stuck with biology just because okay. once I got into like my upper level classes, and it right. was a lot more like fine-tuned okay. subjects. I was like, oh, this is cool. And I like how broad medicine is. Like, right. There's so many different specialties that you can so pick from. Yeah. And so, like, once I looked at all of the different Mm -hmm. science-related careers, I liked medicine because of its patient care. Patient care. So, it's like, you still get to go into science, use, like, science-based knowledge, but you get to interact with patients, you get to do preventative care, Mm -hmm. also, like, managing conditions. Mm -hmm. And so, I think there's so many different aspects to it, and it's one of those fields that's, like, always changing. Mm -hmm. Always changing, like, you're always going to be seeing different things. Okay. So, kind of going into a field where I had the opportunity to learn different fields, because once you're doing rotations, like, you're going each of the departments right yeah and so you get to experience it all and then in the end you get to make your decision okay so exactly. i like having the freedom to mm-hmm. like go into one field right but still experience different things along the I way i see what you're saying as mm. opposed to like if i went into engineering i was just gonna say engineering you're engineers yes if yeah. i want to be a teacher i'm a teacher right but usually they stick to like one subject unless mm-hmm. you're teaching like younger kids they right like them all i like that i can do different things. Yeah, it's like you chose. Options. Yeah, you chose medicine, but you haven't chosen the specialty. What yet? Yeah, I, I get that. And yeah. I also like the. It's kind of weird, but I like the uncertainty of it because it's like once you apply to medical school, you mm-hmm. figure out where you want to go for medical school. Then you apply to residency, and that can put you anywhere else. And, and then you if, enjoy that. Yes, because I feel like we've always moved around. Right. The way I chose my undergrad university, mm-hmm. I kind of just like picked. I applied to a bunch of different places, mm-hmm. looked at obviously like financial aid, like who was offering me the most scholarships, things yeah. like that, what majors did they offer, mm-hmm. and then I looked at like the area and stuff like that. It's very much like a, um, like, I know what I want to do, but I don't know where it's going to take me. Yes. Yo, I can Ooh. so relate to that. And I like right? that. Yeah, I can very much, because I, I moved to Canada when I was like 14, moved to so Windsor and then Montreal and then Grenada. I'm all over the place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I haven't been like... And, and you still don't know where you're going to go. I don't know where I'm going to go. Exactly. Exactly. For uh, clinicals, 
And then residency. Exactly. And then right. I, uh, like attending. I, I literally don't know where I'll, mm-hmm. I'll end up. And then if you do a fellowship, like that. that can bring you somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. So I like having the uh, I like having the freedom to like not only see different specialties, yeah. but be in different places. Yeah. Because like y'all are in Grenada, that's a whole different community than what's in the United States. Oh, for real. So it's like you get to experience mm-hmm. different communities of people with yeah. working with the patient care and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I like how like diverse the field is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess broadening the spectrum outside of medicine mm-hmm. as we said medicine is a commitment yeah. like even though we're saying that we're only students it's, it's a very real thing we're committing right now yeah exactly yeah what is it like i guess outside of like career thinking like being in like this gap period like this is the last free time you'll have as like peyton and then mm-hmm. after the gap year is over it's like i'm you're, peyton the med you're, student you're ms yeah like right now you're you Anything can go. You know what I'm saying? You're not committed to anything. So, like, what's it like to have the free time? Not necessarily what's it like, but, like, it's, like, what's the thought process? Like, this, I, know, I know what it's like to have the free like time. Like, this amazing. freedom is about to, I don't want to scare you like the orthopedic surgeon yeah. did, but it's about to end. Yeah. Right. Like, this, like, how are your... Well, that's the thinking. I feel like I have to fit as much things that I won't be able to do with like combined restrictions mm-hmm. in these two years and that's kind of overwhelming because okay. like wanting to travel it's like okay I have to travel now mm-hmm. then I might be able to travel here and there for like what 12 years yeah and then after that I'm gonna be in the field so like I won't have as much free time that's the thing so kind of like fitting everything I want to do like right now like going visit friends I want yeah. to be able to like book a flight and go somewhere you know right so just making sure that I'm taking the time now mm-hmm. and kind of like mentally preparing myself, okay. like making sure that obviously this, I know this is something that I want to do, Right. but thinking about all the things that are going to change, like mm-hmm. the work-life balance, how I'm going to be married to medicine, mm-hmm. but then I'm also going to think about like having a family, things mm-hmm. like that. And really planning. I feel like once you make the decision that you want to go to med school, you're yeah. like mentally planning. All right. the way from when you start But it's college. like you're planning around that decision. Yes. Instead of like be, you're planning around your love for traveling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right. I guess people could make that choice. Like, okay, I love traveling. I want that to be my core. Mm-hmm. So I, let's say I do other, like I pick up a some career. freelancing jobs or something. I don't yeah. know how they, what they call it. Yeah, but essentially right, they're revolving around their love of traveling. Yep. Mm-hmm. But what we did was we put medicine at the core and everything surrounds that right so essentially you made that decision already and you're uh yeah getting ready for that which is interesting Mm because it's like before you even start med school you're making the commitment that like everything around this is going to revolve around my job Mm -hmm. and then your job becomes still about your patients right so it's like from this point out it's not really about you (laughs) no it's really not about it's like the ultimate service job yeah Mm -hmm. yeah besides i guess being in the military Mm -hmm. so so, do you have any other friends who are pursuing medicine? I do. I have a couple friends that are pursuing medicine. Tell I them have... to freaking listen to this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey. Let's join the conversation. Um. <laughs> Which, like, that's conversations we've had before about, like, preparing hey. to take all these years for med school and, yeah. like, making sure that this is something that we want to do. Uh-huh. So, it's definitely a conversation that's, like, been privy to in the past. Okay. So, Where are they at in their stages? Of decision making? Yeah, like are they about to apply, applying? Like how committed? Yeah. Um, I have one friend who's studying for the MCAT. I have one friend who took the MCAT during undergrad. Okay. And she's doing a 
either a post-bac or a master's. She's okay. in one of those programs mm -hmm. in Philly. Mm -hmm. And then I have other friends who are going into other fields of medicine, doing like physical therapy. Things okay, like that. got you. My other friend, she may, um, majored in health information management. So she's looking at doing things associated with that. Mm -hmm. So as far as I think... I might be the only one applying to med school this application this cycle, cycle. yeah okay. actually started working on my application a couple days ago love that never too late never yeah. too late so mm -hmm. uh, it's safe to say that you're the only one who is taking a gap year right now though um is anyone else doing that a gap year as far as not doing anything yeah because okay. like i spent this year just studying and doing what i wanted to i know a lot of my friends they started working mm -hmm. and like one of my friends she's in like a research position and then the other one she's doing the program mm -hmm. so as far as like devoting time strictly to like my free time i was mm -hmm. the only one that did that yeah mm -hmm. so how i know for me during, oh wow that was loud Go. Um, Go. Proceed. during my gap year I was still doing football mm -hmm. so I never really had like a gap year where I sat there and did nothing okay what is it like I guess dynamic wise like looking at your peers making progress in their careers while you're just kind of like in the limbo period um it's interesting because I feel like we're doing different modes of progression mm. okay so like i'm progressing in that like i'm i guess preparing my mental like Man, i'm taking okay. the mental. time for me mm -hmm. you know i'm using the time for me i also recently started working as a medical scribe so like now i'm kind of like transitioning into the that is a good experience career pro yeah. progression to getting yeah. into medical school and stuff yeah so i think that as far as like having done it and taking that time for me i'm really glad that i didn't just graduate and start working because i know for me once i graduated like i was burnt out yeah mm -hmm. i was tired like college was hard people don't really talk about how hard college is they be like oh but like you can get through it no, right is okay hard. especially being a pre-med major mm -hmm. so taking that time just to like focus on what i want to do and just get a breath of fresh air yeah now i'm starting to like transition into a job that's in the healthcare field mm -hmm. and then i'll be applying to medical school and mm -hmm. actually learning the material yeah. so it was interesting but i do think that obviously there's more benefits to having like started a job and progressing into your career sooner right. with like application wise which is another concern i guess mm -hmm. that we could just transition into right it's like they say it's a holistic review, but at the end of the day, you're still applying against other applicants. True. So that's always been really interesting to me, but I think that because like I'm not, I'm doing it a little less traditionally, you know, people are taking more gap years now, okay. instead of just going straight through. Right. Well, I've done two gap, I'm doing two gap years, and I spent one year just like chilling, and yeah. then now I'm starting to work, and then the next year I'll be working, mm -hmm. doing like interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. So I kind of feel like I got the benefit of both worlds. Okay. And now I'll be working, but I also was able to like you relax time. You relaxed, but now you're, you're back. You kind of yeah. Back, she's back and she's better. She's back and I'm better. <laughs> yeah, but in terms of like with the gap year, they, I guess they look at what. Um, what you did so like you said you were working you're starting to work for this um, as a scribe yeah which is what they see which right. is a good thing is it yeah. Like, yeah like if you were to take like the two years just doing nothing mm -hmm. that might not look as good right yeah absolutely yeah. And, like i've done some shadowing here and there which good. was a lot harder given like covid and right everything. oh yeah so i've actually done virtual shadowing which was really cool i There's feel like, like that's something as a highlight yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like, like they, that's you also have to like for people who took gap years or are applying during yeah. the COVID period, it's like, 
Mm-hmm. They had two whole years where they actually couldn't get any hands-on medical experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I so, like, that. Yeah. that has to be factored in. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, all you can do in the application process is do as much as you can to get the scores and the grades you want, sell yourself the best way possible, yeah. and it's out of your hands. Yeah. You really That's can't true. do anything else. Yeah. Just buff up the resume. Yeah. The scores. Yeah. And then just... Mm-hmm. At that point, it's like, yeah. do they want me or do they not? Yeah. And I think that's why I don't spend as much time focusing on the concerns. Because, like, obviously, you're, there's so many applicants. And, like, if you spend the time really thinking about, like, mm-hmm. oh, like, am I good enough? It's Your application might not even be good enough because of that. Like, you're almost like you're holding yourself right. back mentally. Mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like I've done everything I could. Like, I did the best I could in undergrad. Did the best I could with studying for the MCAT and stuff like that so just like what you said selling myself Mm -hmm. and i hopefully having great references things like that right i think that as long as i'm just going into it like look this is me as an applicant i'm putting my best foot forward this is why i want to go into this field yeah either you want me or you don't you know and everything always works out the way it's supposed Mm -hmm. to so i'm confident that wherever i end up that's where i was supposed to go just Mm -hmm. like y'all are here everything works out everything works out yeah so this is a new a new little segment we like to add um so Vibes Crew is, is about chasing growth. Mm-hmm. What are you doing to chase growth? Either like spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically, career-wise, like something that sticks out to you oh. in your personal journey. Chasing growth. I think I would say like I reflect on what I'm doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Like because I have so many goals and things that I want to get to. Like, what am I doing right now that can work towards that? Right. But at the same time, not pressuring myself. I yeah. think that's kind of like one of the growth switches that I've had okay. before I put a lot of pressure on myself to like do everything perfectly mm-hmm. or like I have to do this, I have to do this and sometimes comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. But now I feel like I'm just riding my own wave. Oh, um, so far. You know, the audio one's going to miss this performance. <laughs> <laughs> By the ways, yo. Okay. Oh, well, we're clipping that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Why? <laughs> I like that we just yeah. But yeah, I think just making sure that I'm focusing on myself and like yeah. what I can contribute and how I can be better, like uh-huh. just reflecting. That's always been good, and not putting so much pressure on myself. I know a lot of people talk about like, oh, social media is so negative because you're comparing yourself to other people. It's really just a perspective thing because like Ooh. I enjoy scrolling through Instagram. Preach. I like seeing what other people are doing. Mm. Like, I have friends who are, like, getting engaged. Like, they're buying houses, and I don't feel pressured because I'm not doing that. No. I love seeing that because it's, like, good for you. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're different. That's your choice. Good for you. I'm I'm doing a different thing. Exactly. And it's almost like I take their motivation for what they did and turn it into my motivation for what I'm doing. Instead of, like, oh, should I be getting married? Exactly. Should I be buying a house right now? Right. I think social media is, like, it's a tool. So like social media mm-hmm. and a hammer. It was created for good. Hammer was created to build things. But yeah. like if the wrong person is using it, it can be used to hurt someone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're supposed to hit the nail, but some people just go and hit a head. Yeah. That's a harm, but like Yeah. I, I like a that. Bar, right? I like that. Yeah. Uh, that was a good one. Oh. <laughs> I was spitting on this. <laughs> uh, yeah. We I feel like all of our conversations like stem around medicine, mm-hmm. but I feel like we always spend the conversation to what like is applicable to other people yeah. so like there are other people who are making decisions about what career they want to go into yeah. or they're in a limbo period where they don't know what to do but like looking back 
reflecting on like what are you doing to get to those steps mm-hmm. not comparing mm-hmm. yourself to others and just like overall just like growing like as a person just I like, like that yeah learning from other people I feel yeah. like that's how people would some something that people can take from this conversation mm-hmm. definitely yeah yeah it's not yeah like you said we talk about medicine mm-hmm. but like and again I don't want to I hate seeing like oh like who are you to tell me we're not trying Bruh. to tell you what to do it's like this is what happened to us you know listen mm-hmm. to it like yeah. Take something from it if there's something you want to take from it, but like here's the story of us, extrapolate it however you want. Yeah, I like that. I feel like I I, I think I'm pretty relatable. I think we're all pretty relatable, right? Especially yeah. all the people we've had on here. So mm-hmm. like, just a couple of relatable guys and gals talking hey, about talk, experiences. Spin some fire. Yeah, it's a couple little bit of fire. Some, some waves. Yeah, right. Some ride the, the waves. Some hammer. Some hammer. <laughs> that's that's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, Peyton, we really appreciate you taking your no time out of your vacation. Back. What a conversation. What yeah. a conversation. Take us out. Yeah, just like always, tell your friends to listen because they're, you know, they're in the contemplative phase. Um, <laughs> join the conversation, watch the podcast, and share with your family so everyone can join the conversation. Everyone. This everybody. Everybody. You. You. You, you, you listen to the you podcast. podcast. You get a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. All right, we'll y'all. We'll see you guys later. We'll catch y'all next one. Peace. Peace.